0: Intercession is a soul's ministry on behalf of somebody else. When you're praying for others, in prayer is a great principle of adoration. That's worship and praise. Confession is a part of it. Petition, intercession, there's one other great truth, and that is thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Have you ever prayed, Lord... I want you to answer this prayer now and I'll praise you for it. I'll I'll give you thanks and then you forget to thank the Lord for it after he answers prayer. Do you know that thanksgiving is a part of prayer? And we ought to thank God after he answers prayer for us. We ought to thank God for it. Now, Turn back to the text in Jeremiah 33, in verse 3. Who can pray? Every child of God can pray. Every child of God. He says, call unto me, and I will answer thee. Who may pray? Every child of God. Why must they pray? They must pray before God. They cannot live without it. And when should they pray? Anytime. Not only at church. In fact, let me stop here and say, if a, a praying, the only praying you do is at church, a friend, you've missed it. If the only praying you do is when you stand up to pray in, the, in a congregation of believers... You missed it, my friend. What happens when they pray? God hears. What must happen before they pray? They must be clean, with a clean and righteous heart before Him. The challenge comes in this verse, as you look at it, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Why is it that we do not pray more? Why is it that we pray so little? There are two sides to every prayer. Two sides. There's a human side and divine side. There's man's side and God's side. And to put it another way, there's the asking side and the answering side. There's the asking side and the answering side. We do not have a lot of prayers answered because of what James says in his epistle. Hold your place in Jeremiah. Turn to James chapter 4 and verse 3. Verse 2 and 3. The Epistle of James Notice what he says to those that know the Lord He's talking about prayer in chapter 4 And verse 2 he says You lust and have not You kill and desire to have and cannot attain You fight in war and yet you have not Because you ask not We do not have A lot of prayers answered because a lot of them are unoffered. They're not prayed because you ask not. You ask and receive not because you ask to miss that you may consume it upon your own lust. He says your motive is wrong in your praying. Your motive is wrong. There are two sides to prayer. And uh, it means that prayer is conditional. This passage I just read says to you that you have not because you ask not. There's the asking side of prayer. It's not a formula or ritual that Christians go through. You just call unto me, he says. Call unto me. Here is the creature calling upon the Creator. Here is a child coming to its father and making known its needs and request. Here's the source of prayer. Where does prayer begin? With God. He says, call upon me. Who is it that puts the desire for prayer in the heart? God. God does that. And when we pray, we must take into account that God is the one who takes the initiative in our praying. In fact, we don't know how to pray, do we? None of us. We're still learning, my friends. We're still learning. I'm turning to Romans 8 and verse 26. And this is exactly what it says that we're in a learning process about this thing of prayer. Most folks think they know everything about prayer And this is something that you learn in a lifetime In Romans 8 verse 26 Likewise the spirit also Hempeth our infirmities Our weaknesses For we know not what we should pray for As we ought Do not know how to pray about many things But the spirit itself Or really the Translation is the Spirit himself. Maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. For he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Many of the things we pray for is not in the will of God, and therefore the Spirit of God takes them, And he irons them out, gets them straightened out before they present it. See, there's one within, helps us with our praying. He helps us with our praying. He comes to us and he teaches us how to pray. How do you learn to pray? By praying. By praying. Some of you here in the church are just beginning to pray publicly. And the more you do it, the more you learn to. The more you learn to. And then the simplicity of prayer is in our text. It says call. Call upon the Lord. Call upon the Lord. It may be in an audible voice or it may not be. It may just be in the heart as you call upon the Lord. It may never find words, this call I'm talking about. It may be deep in the heart. But it is a call to the Lord. It's a call to the Lord. Have you ever prayed like that? It's something you couldn't share with anybody. But you're calling upon God concerning it. It is a call in the heart. The Lord says, call upon me and I will You know this Bible says When a believer that's right with God Prays That he prays right into the ear of God When he prays That's right God's ear is open, open. Here's the source God Here's the simplicity call Here's the scope of it It's without limits Anyone can pray About anything. Anywhere. Anytime. Any believer. Can call upon the Lord. And then it says to unbelievers. Whosoever shall call. Upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Maybe somebody in here this morning. That's not saved. (laughs) Did you know that that call of faith. From your heart to the Lord. Get the job done. You can be. You can know in your heart that you're saved this morning. God can give you assurance that you're saved. You know, a lot of folks go through life, uh, depending on uh, when they come down to death, depending on whether they're zigging or zagging when they come down there. Listen, don't live like that. You can find assurance and know in your, your heart when your eyes close here, you'll be in God's presence. You can know that. He can know that. Now that's the asking side. The source is God. Simplicity is call. The scope is unlimited. That's the asking side. That's the asking side. And then there's the answering side of prayer. What happens when we do the calling? He said I will answer. That's God talking. I will answer He promises a certain answer I will I will Now listen to me Listen to me There's a lot of confusion now And a lot of folks have gone wrong here about praying Now listen to me A true believer Cannot pray And not get an answer Now hear me when you're right with God, you get an answer. God always answers every prayer that's prayed to Him. Does that sounds strange? That's so. There's a direct answer. He answers right away. He answers so quick that it frightens us sometimes. We pray about something. Lord, I want you to work this thing out. Before we know it, the whole thing's unfolding, and the whole thing's worked out. Almost scares to death When he answers That's right Mr. George Mueller You've heard of him The praying man And he's been mentioned here in the church sometime Before by somebody Came here George Mueller Who believes so much in prayer Who was on a boat Coming in (coughs) into America and uh, back in those days the sailboats you remember that was the type of boats they had with the sails and uh, the wind died down and the boat was drifting toward an island where there were cannibals tribes of folks who would eat you alive you know and uh, that old captain was an atheist and he didn't believe in God and the Bible but he knew that man of God was on board and somebody said to the captain if you'll go ask him to pray God will send the wind and we'll go back the other way from this island and he said no I can't do that don't believe in it but that boat the wind was had died down so that the boat was just drifting, going with the waves toward that island. Finally, the old captain, in desperation, went down and found the man of God. Here's what he said. He said, I'll pray if you'll host the sails. He said, when I pray, God will send the wind. captain said i can't do that they'll think i'm crazy if no wind comes." he said no prayer then finally in desperation he raised the sails when he did Mueller dropped upon his knees and said oh god send the wind and they had so much wind that it rolled direct prayer sometimes God sends it direct frightens us to death another answer to prayer is not only direct but it's different that's an answer sometimes it's different what we expect we say now God I want you to do this and I want you to do that and be sure and do number three and then God twists it all around he does it a different way still an answer and then a third third answer is a delayed answer God has good reason for delaying sometimes some of the prayers we pray if he answered all these prayers that we prayed you know these foolish kind of things why it wouldn't be good for us that's right delayed is still an answer Then, number four, is a denial. Did you know no is an answer? Did you know when you pray to God and you ask for something and God says no, it's an answer. I repeat, God answers every prayer that a believer prays. Sometimes he says no. He did to a great prophet. He said, Lord, nobody left but me serving you now. I want to die. I want to get out of this thing. God said, no, you're not going to die. I still got some things for you to do down in Israel. And then did you know that God sent his chariot after him? He never did die. He just chariot came down and got him and carried him away. Old Jonah prayed to die. said no No. the apostle Paul prayed Lord this thing's been bothering me all my ministry here it is and he said Lord it's always there and I want you to remove it and the Lord said no he prayed three times about it and the Lord said no I give you grace to go through it grace to endure grace to sustain you but the answer is no said i will answer thee sometime be direct sometime be different sometime may be delayed and sometime it may be a denial he may say no he didn't always say yes and then he promises a personal answer he says call unto me and i will answer thee i will answer thee did you know that all the modernists that deny the bible so and And they laugh at the church of Jesus Christ and all of that. They laugh at the Bible and laugh at the believer. Did you know they don't laugh at an answer to prayer when you pray? They don't have an answer for that. And God answers prayer. And you know it personally in your heart. And then the third thing. He promises a visible answer. He said, I will Show thee. I will show thee. I will show thee. Did you know Jesus said the very same thing in the New Testament? Turn to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 6. Matthew 6 and verse 6. Here it is on the Sermon on the Mount. God never changes his principles. They're always the same, all the way through the Bible. Verse 6, chapter 6. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly, openly, visible, visible. He said you contact God In the closet, there by yourself, in your prayer closet, in the place where you're alone when you pray, in your private devotions. He said, God will make it visible openly when he answers. Not only is it personal and visible, he promises a mighty answer. He says great and mighty things. I will show thee great and mighty things. Things. Did you know it's all right to pray for things? New Testament, it says, Whatsoever things ye desire. Whatsoever things ye desire. You can ask God for things. That's all right. God does. Answer on things many times he does certain personal visible mighty there's one thing left he promises an overflowing answer let it be an overflowing overwhelming answer to prayer now where you get that Call unto me, and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Now, in the Hebrew language, this is what it means. Now, listen. I've traced this out, my friend, and I warned you to get it this morning. He's saying, when I answer this prayer... And I'm getting ready to answer the next one. I'm going beyond anything that I've ever done for you. A super abundant. Overflowing prayer. Great and mighty things. Which thou knowest not. Which thou knowest not. God said I will surpass. I will go beyond anything I've ever done for you before. Isn't that a great promise? That's a great, great, great promise. God's a great giver. A great answer of prayer. The Apostle Paul has something like that in the New Testament. In Ephesians chapter 3. Turn there. <clears> then <throat> the message is through. Ephesians chapter 3 comes down. Paul's benedictions have great messages in them. Have you ever noticed his benedictions? In verse 20 and 21, chapter 3 of Ephesians, here's what he says. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, how that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Think of that. He said, God is able to do more than you can even ask or think. That's the kind of God he is. Do you know this Bible says. That he fills heaven. And the earth. That's the kind of God he is. It's not that our God is not. Big enough. But are we asking. This great God. Are we asking big enough. Is our prayer big enough oh God is it big enough concerning those that are yet outside of Jesus Christ is it big enough is it big enough concerning the church and the work of the Lord is it big enough concerning missions around the world is it big enough are we asking big enough God is able to do exceeding more than we can ask or think He is a great God let's stand together every head bowed and every eye closed you're here without Jesus Christ this morning you do not know Him you're not saved we urge you to trust the Savior today Cast yourself upon his mercy. The Lord, here I am. I, I want to be saved. Salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. That's what it says in the writings of John the Apostle. Our Father, we thank you this morning. For the attention of your people. And we pray that the word of God. In this message on prayer. Will help us today. Lord help us. To pray great prayers. To a great God. We know you are able to answer. And Father we pray. That you would drive back. The opposing power of Satan now. May your people get a hold. of these great truths on prayer. Help us to become intercessors in this church to pray for somebody else that they may come to know our wonderful Lord Jesus.